Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Friday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports as you listen to us or watch us on our local Cox Cable System on Channel 6. Yes, I am wearing a tie today. I'm wearing the Christmas tie today to celebrate the season. First of all, right out of the gate, we're going to talk to one of my favorite guests, the coach, Herm Edwards, from ESPN. We're going to talk a little National Football League with him. Herm, always a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, Let's look at where the NFL is now in terms of sort of power rating uh, you know, San Francisco, it looks like, kind of withstood their little slump there. Uh, are they the class of the league at this point? Yeah, in the NFC, they are the class. Of, I, I think I ranked these teams like a week ago before they actually played the Eagles. Uh, and I had San Francisco 1, Dallas 2, Philly 3, Detroit 4. And then there's all those that are, you know, kind of in the mix. But those are the big four, I thought. Um, on the other side of the AFC, and until someone proves me different or until they beat them, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are still still sitting there. Uh, the Ravens are, are, are a really good football team. The Miami Dolphins, obviously. And I think Jacksonville is starting to get um, get his sea legs underneath them. You know, I, I felt going into the season, a lot of people were really, really uh, buying Jacksonville, and they didn't start off real well. Uh, now I think they've kind of gotten to their stride. They're playing better offensively. You know, this is a big-time quarterback they have, and you look at his numbers, sometimes you scratch your head and you say, you know, his numbers should be better now. That's just, you know, the fan in you, I guess. But um, they're starting to play pretty well in Jacksonville, although Houston is a team that's in that division. um, Can't say enough about how they're playing with a rookie quarterback and a first-year head coach. Yeah, Domingo Ryan's doing a great job there. Herm, I want to ask this. Uh, it, it's certainly arguable that the quarterback position is the most important position in sports. And yet, mm. you can't, and, and I, I don't, I don't want to say this in a demeaning way, but I don't know if there's good to great quarterbacking for every NFL team in any year. There doesn't seem to be that. Is that, be, and you've coached, obviously, is that just because the position is so difficult? What goes into that? Correct. And I think it's starting to show itself. And I think the more fans watch it and the more we have turned the game over to the quarterback, um, you know, he is the guy. And when you look at our league, there's been approximately about 15 teams thus far that have not, their starter has not played the whole season. Some of them have been lost um, and won't come back this year. So that goes to show you now that the backup quarterback is probably the most important guy beside the starter. But you're right. When you go down the you go down the list um, and you look at quarterbacks, if you look at the AFC, just let's just say the Dolphins, they have an outstanding quarterback. Buffalo Bills have an outstanding quarterback. Ravens, outstanding quarterback. Cincinnati, obviously. Uh, Deshaun Watson, when he can stay healthy, you probably think he's a pretty good quarterback. Um, Lawrence. Absolutely. Houston has a young quarterback. Indianapolis, another young quarterback. You're hoping the Tennessee Titans, that Levis becomes that guy. Kansas City, obviously, the best quarterback in the league. Um, you know, the Rams, uh, I mean, the, the Chargers, 
obviously have a good quarterback. The Raiders, uh, looking for one. Denver, you have a veteran quarterback there, right, going to, going to the NFC side. Philadelphia, Jalen Hurst, Dak Prescott. Giants, looking for a quarterback. Washington, looking for a quarterback. Detroit, veteran quarterback. Minnesota, looking for a quarterback. Green Bay, Eh, yeah, they found their guy. Looks like it. They found their guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, think about those guys. If anyone's done it right, it's been the Green Bay Packers. Now, I don't know if it's a little bit of his luck, but I don't, wouldn't say it's luck. Cause think about these guys. For 30 years, they had Brett Favre and um, Aaron Rodgers. That's now right. they have this young man, right? So 30 years, you had these two quarterbacks. It's like, we're good. We are good. And then you get love, and you're going, you know, this guy might be – that could be three years. <laughs> three times you get three different quarterbacks, and you got you know you got forty years of your franchise covered. Yeah. Chicago, we don't know yet. Atlanta, eh, we don't know yet. Tampa, we don't know yet. Saints, we don't know yet. Carolina, we're hoping. San Francisco got a quarterback. Rams, older guy. Seattle, older guy. Arizona, we're her own. Murray can stay healthy, but you're right. And then. Those are the ones we talked about, but then how many are in that echelon group? Out of all those guys I named, there's probably seven of them. Yeah. But you'd say, okay. Right? Then everybody else is good. It's not saying you can't win a Super Bowl that you have to have an elite quarterback because that's not, you know, that that's not the case. We've seen that. We've seen teams win Super Bowls, and the quarterback might have not been elite. Maybe he had a good year that year. But you need somebody at least that doesn't lose the game. Don't lose the game. More games are lost than won, and a lot of them due to the fact of the quarterback. Errors from the quarterback get you get you in trouble. Uh, there's been I don't know if you agree with this. I don't think I've ever asked you this about the devalue the the devaluing of the running back position. Do you think yeah. that's true? And if it is, why? Because now you have the quarterback that can run, okay. and you got to pay him. So he's really taken. He's taken the. He he has taken some of the money from the runner, right? I mean that's that's. I mean, there's the, there's no team in the NFL that has a problem anymore with drafting a quarterback that can run, and then they're using the run. They'll flat using the run. Because you're saying, you know what, if, they, if, the, if the college game is really coming in here and we're spreading the field and we're running RPOs, i got to have a quarterback that can, that can run. Look at the quarterbacks coming out this year out of college. Yeah. Right? Now, one of my former players who might win the Heisman, I think he's going to win the Heisman, is Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Right? He can run. Kid, kid USC, he can run. <laughs> and they can throw. They do it all. And so I think that position alone is taking money away from the runner. Herm, you, you stole <laughs> you stole my thunder because I was going to ask you about Jaden Daniels, so I'll bring it up. Uh, you coached him. What did you see with him? Oh, I mean, you know, talent level is, is, is just outstanding. Um, excellent runner. Great young man. I, I talk to him all the time. I mean, we, we still talk, I mean, all the time. And um, just, you know, watching him grow from when we had him as a freshman, we threw him right in there. And, you know, obviously he won for us right away. And um, just to watch his development, you know, he, he, he thought about coming out early there. And I told him, I said, you know, I don't know. You need to stay. You know, you need to, you need to stay. Don't, don't leave early. Get as much. And I think that's helped him. He's matured more. He's become a, a better leader. And he would probably tell you that, too. Um, but, boy, I tell you what, 
he's fun to watch now. He's he is something. Last question. Um the Patriots won last night and it was kind of ironic mm-hmm. in that two of the longest tenured coaches whose teams are struggling yeah. offensively met last night. Um, there's been a lot of talk about Belichick's future. Uh, what about in Pittsburgh? W- would, the, would they think of making a move uh, oh. from Coach Tomlin? Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. No. No, they don't do that. This is the Pittsburgh Steelers. They'd have three head coaches. Mike Tomlin would be fine. I mean, they just got to find a way to, you know, they got to figure out is, is, is their quarterback their quarterback. And, and that that's their deal. But, no, I mean, Mike Tomlin is in – He's at a good place, and anybody in the league that knows how the Pittsburgh Steelers operate, um, think about that too. You know they they've been fortunate too for a while. Um, I came in the league when when, when obviously had Bradshaw, mm-hmm. and then they mess around and, and, and get the big fella. You know, and they they been Big Ben, and, yep. and they have him, and then now they're in search. They're not quite sure, right? They're, they're not quite sure. Pick at the guy, you know. I, I, I don't know. And I, I think that they're trying to figure that too, out, too, and then he gets hurt, and hopefully he comes back. But one thing they've done right, historically, they've always had a good quarterback. And think about this. They've had head coaches where they've let them go through some, some, some tough times to, to bring it back together, and this is why they've been so consistent. But, but they're a team, you know, that, that's still playing hard for their coach. They're a seven and sixteen. They're still in. They still got a shot for the playoffs. And, and speaking of that, I know this is the last question, but I, what I'll say this: leaving. Sure. I think when you look at the NFL right now, it's in a good place in this sense. Ownership has to be excited that going into the last part of the season with five weeks left, half the teams and every division have a chance to get in the playoffs or win the division. That's a good thing. It is a good if thing. If you're a fan, it's, you're, I mean, think about it. If you're a team that has six wins right now, six wins, you have five games left, you do the math. If you get to nine, you're probably going to get in as a wild card. Yeah. <laughs> and you look at all these divisions, you go, it's lively. And every, every fan right now has some hope if you're one of those teams, right? It's just amazing. When you look at every week, you go, you're thinking that team's out, and you go, that team ain't out of it. You're a 6-6 six and six team, and you know what? You say, we're, we're still good. Yep. We still got a shot at this. <laughs> and that's what the NFL wants, parity, right? Yep. And that's right. And they're that's getting right. it. That's what the fans want, and it's good. It's been fun to watch. It really has. Always a pleasure to have you, Herm. Thank you for your time. My friend. My, thank you, my friend. You Appreciate got it, Herm. Thank you. Herm Edwards, the coach, joining us here, talking NFL on ESPN. Today's our last day. First of all, congratulations to Cornelius Ingram. Trying to get him on here today. I know he's swamped. Um, Perhaps you heard him uh, yesterday. They won another state championship, and it was an ugly game. Um, But you know what? You take those when you win them. Congratulations. Trinity Catholic's playing right now, and then Bradford will play later on tonight trying to win state championships. 12.15, 12.15, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. We'll open up the phone lines. I got some good things, I think, for you to chew on today. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida. 
You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing process properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352 400 4550. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warranted work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville. On Main Street. Hey folks, Steve Russell will tell you the famous mushroom Swiss burgers back at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries for the holidays. And how about Dick Mondell's gift cards for your family and friends? The perfect gift for everybody on your list. Dick Mondell, Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. We are your home for the New Year's Six Bowl Series and the College Football Playoff, your college football holiday headquarters. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Over the phone lines, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. I'm going to say some things that some of you may not like. And if you don't agree with me, let me know and we can discuss it. I'm going to read uh, some emails here that I've gotten, um, mostly um, about the transfer portal. Daryl says, what irritates me when these kids hit the portal, they get on Twitter and post Gator for Life or whatever school you attended. If the truth is known, they probably had their publicists write this. You're a lifer if you would have stayed and been committed to your school. To this generation of players, I say, don't let, let the door hit you in the butt. I guess I'm old school. It's going to take some time to get used to the portal and NIL. As Steve Millerand says, Take the money and run. Let me ask this, Daryl, and for all of you lamenting the portal. If um, if Florida gets the top-ranked player out of the transfer portal to commit to Florida, you gonna be you gonna say the same thing? I don't ever hear Gator fans complain. Or for that matter, most anybody else's fans 
when you get somebody that's worth a darn in the portal, right? Did anybody say that hypocrite Ricky Pearsall, man, he left Arizona State, he just, what? Anybody say that? Uh, no. Answer, short, no. That's hypocritical. Don't be a hypocrite. If you want to tell me you don't like the transfer portal in its entirety, I got your back. But most of the complaining is done when kids leave, not when you acquire. It's the same. It's the same. And I get it. It, it, That's not just not Florida. That's any place. But I think that's pretty typical. Um, Jonesy says, I'd like you to ask, do you believe Zach Wilson quit on the team? And if he did quit on the team, what would you do with him? Well, I didn't want to draft him in the first place. But, I mean, look, they'd gone through more quarterbacks there than, you know, so I don't know what you do. I, 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 well, here's what you do. Get Aaron Rodgers healthy. That's what you do. And then he's not even a factor anymore. Uh, and he said, would you consider cutting him? I'd try to trade him first if somebody's willing to take him off your hands for a low draft pick. Yes, uh, I would try that. Ronnie says, ETN leaving will not break us. But Napier has only himself to blame. Blame ETN should have gotten two to one carries over Johnson. Blocking problems or not, you find a way to get game breakers the ball. You know, I think the other thing too is people are talking about Montreal Johnson like he's awful. I mean, is he the game breaker that ETN is? No, but it is again. It, it is the gap that much? And let's go back to where when people talk about the portal, right? Let's see where ETN ends up. Because now a kid can transfer for money. If I'm making, you know, X dollars here and, and a school offers me more, I can go to that school because they offer me the most money, or am I going to go to the school that gives me a chance to win a championship? along with getting money. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Uh, yesterday was like Pearl Harbor around here. Um, <laughs> I visited, like, uh, you know, several of those message boards and Twitter and obviously the social media, and uh, I, don't, I can't remember um, another day that was, like, more doom and gloom uh, for Gator Nation um, people trying to figure out like what you're going to do on the field to replace ETN, but like more importantly, how should we feel as Gator fans? Um, and, and I think that's the more interesting conversation. It, we're starting to hear that some of these players, it wasn't necessarily about NIL; it was about winning. And um, and then I also heard from a couple of players that strength and conditioning and development were a factor, and so it feels like those reasons are a little more in an indictment of the staff and the program itself rather than, you know, the NIL and portal and, you know, that kind of stuff seems like the natural uh, deal. But when you're losing, you know, half your first incoming class and you lose your superstar in a rebuild, which I think we've talked ad nauseum that Napier's 
selling point is come here and rebuild and build this thing back. And when guys are leaving because they don't feel like they're being developed um, and they, they want to go win somewhere that, that feels more uh, less about being able to replace production and more about an indictment of the program. What, what do you think about that? I, I'm not sure I buy the not being developed. I mean, let, let's take ETN. I, I think he did fine. Yuman Mielin was a second-team All-SEC guy. I think that's development. A bunch of freshmen are on the freshman SEC team. That tells me that, you know, so, I mean, they're being developed. Yeah, I I do think that the strength and conditioning could be called into question, especially through some of the fourth-quarter performances. I agree. Um, And then the other thing that I'm interested to see – how it plays out or maybe why it hasn't played out to this point is the replacement of coaches, the hiring of a strength and conditioning or an OC or a special teams coach, that kind of stuff feels a little disorganized. And when you look at, you know, having 12 men on the field, not knowing when to run a field goal unit out, it, it feels like it, that's not conspiratorial, that like it may be disorganized. Um, and, and so it just feels like kind of a mess and there's not a lot of hope right now, um, Steve. So um, I saw a great, and then I'll, I'll hang up and listen. I wanted to see what you thought about this. I saw a great uh, post yesterday and then I heard Shane on his podcast kind of allude to this, that um, it may be time to adjust our expectations as Gator fans uh, that we are more, Stanford than we are Georgia. Um, would it be helpful if the athletic department, Scott Strickland, came out and were more vocal about that, like just affirmed, hey, we're not going to be a football school, y'all. We're going we're gonna to win in the academic world. We're going to be an all-sports school. Occasionally it will be good, but we're not going to swim with the Sharks. Would that help us adjust our expectations? And I'll, and I'll hang up and look. Okay, Steve. thank you. Chris, if, if Scott Strickland did that, that would adjust expectation, all right. Expectation for a new athletic director. Th- there's no question. And look, what this is part of is frustration for the length of time that Florida has not been nationally relevant. And right now, because of Napier and what hasn't been done and the losing seasons, this all crystallizes in that. If Florida had been really good up until three or four years ago, would there be complaining? Yes. Would there be the amount of complaining? No. Because this fan base is, rightly or wrongly, tired of being not nationally relevant. I think that's a huge part of this. Byron, hello. Hey, Steve. Happy Friday. Steve, man, I'm going to miss you, man. And I, I hear you about the NBA and NASCAR and maybe even hockey and stuff. So j- just so you enjoy your vacation, when you get back, I'm going to write down every day you gone because I'm going to miss you. Uh, NBA and, and uh, some kind of baseball real question off the wall. So so I can you'll be just tickle peek so to get away from here again but i'll ha- have the vacation steve and my my thing to stay day steve i'm an old school person and i remember when we could go to the games man for you know dollars and I, i'm not I, steve really you know 
I'm not with this uh, new school NIL, but I'm not trying to do it with the players. But it turned into a business, guys, and we watched it happen. You know, when you see stuff in society changing and you don't say something, it got to be made. You're paying 75, people say million for somebody to leave. So the kids are not sleep anymore. And, uh, I, I mean, I wish it wasn't like that, but I hope it, it gets back. And, and last, Steve, uh, I want to say Jags, I told you about the injuries, and, and I like my man Hearn. Great interview always. Man, it's, 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 it's all the teams got a chance. I don't know about the Jets no more, Steve, but I couldn't believe about uh, Patriots, but I'm going to let you go. And, uh, boy, it's great football season for the pros, man. Thank you, Steve. All right, thank you. Bernard, got to be quick. How you doing? Hey, Steve, uh, say something, I guess. My son called me Gator fans. Been going on social media all night with against ETN mom and the brother. And, you know, I, I, my question to you, another thing you mentioned earlier, these fans call in like Montreal Johnson is chopped liver. This guy brings value as a running back to your football team. And and I, I don't understand it. Uh, I, I think guys leave. Why not stay and try to get better with the with the blocking? Steve, my question to you is, you know, the fans, it's, it's crazy. Sometimes it's embarrassing to be a Gator fan. Now, I guess, how did we get here and, and, and where do we go from here? Steve, you, you take, have a great weekend. All right, okay? Bernard, thank you. Oh, boy, if I knew, <laughs> if I knew where they go from here, I'd earn a lot of money. Um. You, you have to hope this coaching staff gets its act together, starts getting people in the portal, and uh, go from there. 1229, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Guys, are you tired of being tired, frustrated because it seems impossible to lose belly fat? If you're looking for a solution, then listen to Mark. I had fantastic results with the Andro 400 Max. Probably lost 35 pounds, and more impressive than that was the inches I lost off of my belly and my waist. And the increased energy is is fantastic. I'll be totally honest, I tried a different product, and I wasn't happy with the different product. You guys are considerably cheaper than the other brand, and I can really feel the difference. Andro 400 Max, the extra strength, all-natural testosterone booster. The safe, easy, and affordable way to gain energy and lose stubborn belly fat. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Feel and look like a new man. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Make your money go farther this holiday at International Diamond Center. We've got the price relief you deserve and 0% interest financing for 48 months, four whole years. That's right. Now through December 12th, you can spread your payments over four years with zero finance charges so you can make the most of this special time of year. How about a $4,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $84 a month? You can even finance the sales tax. Where else in America can you get a finance rate of 0.0%? IDC makes it happen. Also, Take advantage of lower prices on thousands of exquisite pieces of jewelry. Rings, earrings, bands, pendants, colored gemstones. How about a $6,000 diamond eternity band or pendant and pay just 
$25 a month, zero interest. Ask about special offers on luxury pre-owned Rolex watches, too. Make it a Christmas to remember with something special, something timeless, and something meaningful. From International Diamond Center. Get fantastic savings and four years zero interest financing now through December 12th. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Unproved credit. <laughs> and what should I get you, little girl? Well, Santa, I'd love to get an apple tree and peach tree and a blueberry bush and herbs, too. That's a lot for the elves to handle. Oh, Santa, just stop by Quality Green Specialist. Plants and flowers always make beautiful holiday gifts. Head on over to Quality Green Specialist's new location at 335 West Michigan Avenue in DeLand or at QualityGreenSpecialist.com. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. You know, I thought you'd be into gardening, Santa. Why? Because you like to ho-ho-ho. Get free martial arts training at Okito America. Sign up for a 2024 martial arts class and get the rest of 2023 free. Empower your children and build their character at Okito America Martial Arts. Don't let your kids sit around doing nothing this holiday break. Start their martial arts journey now at either of Okito's two Gainesville locations or the newest Okito in Tech City, serving Alachua, High Springs, and North Gainesville. Learn more at okitoamerica.com. That's okitoamerica.com. Radiant Credit Union wants to remind you that you can get some extra jingle in your pocket by earning double dimes when you shop this holiday season. So every time we say jingle, we're going to drop in a... Just use your Radiant Visa credit card for purchases to jingle all the way through December 31st to earn. Visit RadiantCU.org slash jingle and get double dimes rolling your way. Man, this was fun. Jingle! Federally insured by NCUA. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Today, a warming trend begins for our area. Increasing clouds this afternoon. High temperatures getting into the mid-70s in most spots. We'll have a slight chance for a late afternoon or an early evening passing shower. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy skies. Mild lows tomorrow morning in the upper 50s tomorrow afternoon. Partly to mostly cloudy. Highs near 80 again with a chance for a few showers. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah! I want to give you credit, but credit where credit is due. Like, what's the accomplishment? You beat Seattle. Dak played well. Absolutely. They got four games coming up. We're going to find out exactly who they are. But even then, I'm still going to wait till January. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Pass. Set. Kill. We are your hall for Gator Women's Volleyball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Williams says, don't see Napier hitting the transfer portal last year. We lost 27 players, gained 13. This year, 16 players have entered the portal. We haven't even hosted anyone. That's about to change, by the way. I'm about off uh, the backing Napier club if he has another losing season at the end of season three. He's just too slow in his process. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. Um, so I'm going to ask you to put on your Aristotle and Plato philosopher robes for my oh, first part boy. of my question, and okay. I have a second one. So okay. put them on, get you adjust your wisdom and all that good stuff. But, okay. you know, 
Steve, if there ever was, and let me give you the context. Let's go college sports only. If there ever was joy in sport, where, where are we with joy in sport? I mean, is it just entertainment now, or it, it, it just seems like a lot of the joy is gone? What do you What do you think? I think a lot of the. Well, let me ask. I'll ask with a question. Do you think the joy is gone in Lansing? I, I'm sorry, in uh, Michigan's. Uh, hometown what is that i'm losing my mind here ann arbor thank you ann arbor do you think there's loss of joy in tuscaloosa no they're winning well well you know i might answer that differently because even it's not about winning to me it's like well they had to suffer through a cheating scandal and they still have to deal with nil even if it's just there's a lot of other distractions and things that are talked about beyond the joy of the game even for the teams that are winning Yes, and part of that is the world we live in, Jeff, I think, in social media, you know, dissecting every little thing, constant discussion about it. Uh, I do think that takes the joy out of some things because people even complain, you know, when you win. There's still things that people complain about, but I am a big believer that winning cures a lot of things. Well, that's true, and which leads me to my next point. It really probably is about winning, but I, I will, and this is we bring me joy. But I will give up. And for those of who know me, I'm a little on the bigger side. For those who know me, I will give up all the money I'm going to spend on pizza for the rest of my life, and every Christmas present I get for the rest of my life, if we could get Mary Wise a title. This year had to be psychologically devastating on some levels with all the promise we demonstrated and then it just, and she, I know you don't, she doesn't as a coach, she doesn't let her mind go too far, but as a coach, you're strategically thinking and you're thinking about what's happening down the road. And I'm sure there was expectations, even Mary's own mind at the beginning of this year. And I just feel so bad and wish we could get her a title. Well, she was on here yesterday. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to her. Missed uh, it. And, and we, we talked about that. Um, but I, I chose to discuss with her uh, the grit. You know, when three, you lost three starters, three. Yeah. And in volleyball, yeah. you know, three starters in football is, is tough, but three starters in volleyball is really tough. Yeah. And yet, you well, know, they were competitive. And that says a lot about their recruiting. It says a lot about the people that they've, you know, that, that played behind them. But she was very blunt in saying it was devastating, it was difficult because they were on the verge of being number one or number two in the cut. No guarantee, but of course. You, you could see how good they were, and that was before Kennedy Martin really developed really, as the season went along. Yeah, it's uh, well. I'm ho hoping she still feels like she's got some gas in the tank. She and does, about, you know, half a decade or a decade to go. She does because I think we'll get it. She we'll does. get it. All right, Jeff. Thank you for your call. Hey, D, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, man, I just want to hit on uh, this, this uh, portal talk, man. Uh, you know, you're dead on, man, in the beginning of your, of your, uh, your monologue. Uh, no one complains when we get the players, but they all complain when we lose them. And that's just, that's just the way it is, yep. man. Everybody's losing players. Georgia's losing players. You know, Alabama just lost a receiver. They get ready to get, go into a playoff. Uh, South Carolina is losing two, three players every day. This isn't just a Florida problem. It's a, it's, it's a nationwide problem. And, and, and we talked about this probably two, three years ago 
when uh you know J.C. Horn decided to opt. First, it was opt outs of, of of middle of the season. Then it was opt outs in the bowl. Now it's transfer portal. It's a business now, Steve. It's a business, and now people are upset because now it seems college football is is turning into the the NFL. It's just free agents. Uh, they go where they want to go, and people don't. The old school people don't like that, but. I got to tell you, Steve, the transfer portal, you know, if there's no portal, Joe Burrow isn't Joe Burrow. Uh, Jaden Daniels doesn't win the Heisman Trophy. So there is some benefit to it. And another thing, Steve, these kids are in for a rude awakening because everyone is not going to get picked up in this portal. I guarantee you there's probably going to be more kids not picked up than there are and then where they're going to leave the kids. So. These kids got decisions to make. They make them, but there are consequences to them as well. No question. And I think that's lost. That, you know, and, and I'm sure somebody's done it. You know, if you take a year and you, let's just use football and you say, okay, I'll just use a number 200 kids total go in the portal. Well, how many aren't picked up? And then their futures are certainly in limbo as far as you know, athletics is concerned. So, yes, but that's the risk you take. That's life. That's we all make decisions. Some work, some don't. And sometimes you learn lessons the hard way. That's how this is. Yeah, for sure, man. Enjoy your vacation, Steve. Thank you, D. Yep. By the way, I'm here next week. Not gone yet. Got one more week. Then we're going to take vacation. Um, Mike says the fund's been completely taken out of Florida football, and that's because – of leadership. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. What does leadership mean? Okay? Are you going to blame? I mean, you can blame the athletic director for making the hire of the coach, right? But there were other coaches besides this one that didn't do so well. It, It all boils down to that. This fan base is suffering from lack of star, is, is, is celebrating from being on the top and loving it because it had not been there. And now the realization is, after 15 or 16 years, you ain't close. That is the rub here, Gator Nation. That's it. Admit it. That is the problem. Here, I'm not saying it's not deserved. I'm not saying you don't deserve better. But every fan base deserves better. But it's the problem that you're not at the top like you were, and it's been a while. I I certainly get it. James says he dislikes the portal in its entirety. I don't fault any of the players, though, taking advantage of a situation Uh, when they'll get paid immediately and potentially advance their pro career. I don't think this flexibility will exist in the near future, so get it while you can. When the Gators get a good player out of the transfer portal, I have to say I don't have the same liking for them as if they were a UF commit out of high school. Are you telling me that you didn't like Ricky Pearsall? And I'm using him as an example. He did everything right here. Good ambassador, good player, Good team guy, right? So th- that's certainly um, b- b- those days are just gone. You're you're not. That's part of what the equation's going to be, but the equation changes. Um, BB says I think the college football unlimited pay business model will not work 
would face extreme burnout and backlash. NFL people have been paying players for a while and are savvy in doing so. The NFL has salary caps and trade restrictions, and the NFL teams pay the players from their revenue, not the fans chipping in to pay them, which could top out, except indirectly when they buy tickets, concessions, etc. Advertisers paying the big bucks have an obvious, visible, viable return on investment. The NFL is a well-oiled, successful business juggernaut. College football, he says, is a blind baby lost in the woods. Uh, let's see. Monty, how long do you think it will be before boosters stop contributing to NIL due to the disillusionment from seeing their investments being given to athletes who display little, if any, allegiance to their schools? In my opinion, it'll be sooner than later. Unless meaningful guidelines are implemented, the money well will run, de- will run dry, and NIL will eventually collapse under its own weight. John? Before our break, used to be a school like Florida was understood to represent the state, area, region, easier to identify with homegrown talent, particularly for fans going back 50, 60 years. Now it seems uh, less so, but it should be remembered that Steve Spurrier came from Tennessee, Shane Matthews from Mississippi, among others. Track and field at many schools have been importing international talent for decades. Florida's an international brand now expanding its talent acquisition options. You can hear your show all over the globe. Like Bernard said, it's a business, and players are expanding their career options. 1244, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Florida healthcare workers. That awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now and make 20. You've got to turn that. Yeah, we're going to turn that down. Okay, now I'm here to tell you about the place I've done my banking for over 30 years, and I'm talking directly to Florida healthcare workers and their families. That place, FICARE, Federal Credit Union, the best financial institution for Florida healthcare workers to save money now and for the future. You can start a new money CD that pays a 5.35% annual percentage yield with a minimum $10,000 deposit. Or start a new checking account that pays you a 5% annual percentage yield. You can also help yourself with a debt consolidation loan. And there are You Choose rewards with both debit card and low fixed rate platinum Visa cards. That's all from FICARE Federal Credit Union. You can find them online, FICAREFCU.org, FICAREFCU.org. 24 the year you are back to living a normal life again. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics can give you your life back. They're the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue, giving you pain-free movement again. QC Kinetics has tens of thousands of satisfied patients around the country, people who had knee and back pain, shoulder pain, who were able to get lasting relief with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. If you have pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds as well. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550. The WRUF Radio App. 
your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Phone line's open now. This is, to me, a really fascinating subject. And I get I, I get frustration. I, I understand that. Um, I'm going to read an email. And by the way, if you email me, don't email me ten times. There's no chance in hell I'm going to read it. So just send me a nice, concise email, and I'll be glad to do it. Larry says, um, "Athletic." this is a quote from a newspaper article, athletic department employees aren't allowed to donate to third-party NILs. So I, he says, trying to make it on a retiree's pension, am encouraged to help pay NIL costs, in addition to Gator booster fees and accelerating ticket costs, but Billy Napier with his $7.4 million annual salary or Strickland with his salary can't. Tell me it ain't so, brother. Well, part of that uh, is because of the way the law is. In fact, Florida, the state of Florida, was actually one that got ahead of this a little bit, believe it or not. If you remember legislation that was signed uh, pretty recently, because it does allow coaches, athletic directors, and department staff in the state to assist assist their athletes who are seeking NIL. They can assist, right? Um, but you can't donate to it, okay? Um, and the new law requires student-athletes, as part of this, to complete two financial literacy, life skills, and entrepreneurship workshops before they graduate. So, and, and, and bottom line is, even though you have this law, still have to follow NCAA rules that ban recruiting inducements or pay-to-play agreements. So, Larry, that's why. Bob, hello. Hey, Steve. We're, we're relatively the same age. Do you see a time in our lifetimes where college football just isn't the same, meaning – Maybe there's thirty, forty thousand folks that show up at games. Maybe there's not seventeen games on every hour, meaning that college football really takes a fall because I think a lot of us that are part of the fabric of college football are just tired of it. We don't want to pay the fees. We don't want to see the pay. We don't mind seeing the payers get played, get paid. We don't mind seeing them get some money, but it's just a crap show. And I'm just curious, and I even notice in your voice sometimes when you talk, you're fed up. I think a lot of us are fed up. Maybe not fed up with the players, more so the dumb fans. But I'm just curious if in maybe 15 or 20 years, there's college football just isn't the way we know it in a bad way. Well, there's precedent for this. NASCAR. NASCAR was very, very popular at one point. And I'm not a gearhead, so if somebody is and they want to, you know, 
talk to me about this, you can, but I don't think that sport is nearly as uh, popular as it was maybe a decade, 15 years ago. So there's precedence for that. But I do think this. Most sports do survive change. And I think college football will too. But it's going to be a rocky change. It will certainly uh, make some of its fan base, I think especially the older fan base, go away from this. Because again, they're used to the old ways, right, Bob, where, you know, yes, you had some transfers, but they were few and far between. You know, you recruited a kid, he stayed at the university, you know, he was a gator for life or a bulldog for life or whatever school you went to, right? Well, you know, those those days, are they're gone. And either you roll with it or, like some people have done, just said, you know what, I'm done. And I get it. Yeah, you think some of the contracting of the stadium might be forward thinking that, you know, these guys that run these schools aren't dummies. That, that they might have to contract stadiums because, I mean, let's face it, a lot of, um, you know, boosters and money is not coming in the way that it was. Um, I just feel personally, it's just, I'm just getting sick of it. Um, and like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with the payers getting, getting paid. What I think I have a problem with is, is the, is just the, um, sort of willy-nilly that's everything's being done there needs to be some some uh guardrails or some some rules in place to make it at least somewhat like it back to the way it used to be but uh that's my thoughts okay appreciate it thank you bob um you know i'll give you another example um of a sport that's really taken off gymnastics Gymnastics is packed all the time. What's the reason for that? Well, because you don't see mass exodus of kids, right? The the portal isn't, you know, as big a deal in that sport. But what's the bottom line? They're good and they're entertaining. And... That is pretty good. Softball, baseball. Baseball has transfers, right? But when they win, does anybody care? No. Nobody cares because they win. And that is a big part of this. You would tolerate this more if your team were winning. I don't think there's any question about that. Some people just wouldn't like it from a generic standpoint, but you would tolerate it a hell of a lot better if your team were winning. Ice Cream Joe, I'll wrap up. No, I got a little bit longer. Hi, Ice Cream Joe. Hello. Hey, Steve. Appreciate you, man. Sure. Is, uh, yeah, I agree with you. You know, winning you know, definitely makes it easier, and, and everybody jumps on, you know, floats the boat when you're winning is uh your last caller you know saying about getting older you know and and what he enjoys and what he doesn't enjoy is i think i think a lot of people including myself are are kind of in that boat and and kind of what i've found is the older i get 
is for whatever reason simplicity is is i really enjoy football used to be my most favorite and now i find myself i really enjoy the baseball more and more and it's just easier to attend it's much more economical and at the end of the day i mean you know it's family friendly i can take my little girl there she has a great time up on the berm and uh at the end of the day you know i just pray i hope the same thing that's happening to football doesn't get into baseball i know it's already there but i just hope it doesn't take over and become you know the way football is and i'll hang up and get it off the air okay thank you well once again you what you just hit on right family friendly winning team nice ballpark to go to and does it and look what florida got in the transfer portal last year in baseball Okay. Did anybody complain? Well, that transfer portal. No, you got a transfer kid from Southern Miss who ends up being a really good player helping Florida get to the world. I didn't hear anybody call here and say, well, a transfer. Why? Because he's yours and he was good. See, that's the way this works. That's the way this works. And I think people just have to understand that. Peyton says every year this doom and gloom mentality shows up with college football fans. People cried for the transfer portal and NIL, and now they got it and hate it. Sports evolve. A lot of the people who says they're done now will still be watching come September. Well, that's – I'm not saying that you're not going to have uh, a situation where you have things happen. But – I'm just here to tell you, winning cures a lot. It always has, and frankly, it always will. And I'm going to go back to what I, when the season starts and you're in the stands and you're watching Florida play, are you thinking about the transfer portal? Are you thinking about NIL? You're thinking about, well, the Gators win. That, that's, at that point, that's what you're thinking about. All of this is fodder for now. And it's good fodder. Love it, right? But a lot of this is, let me, let me ask this. If you're in Tuscaloosa today, they're getting ready to play in the playoff, and they just lost a former five-star receiver. Do you think the, do you think the, the shows in Tuscaloosa today are, oh, man, we just lost a five-star receiver in the portal. What are we going to do? Oh, those kids go, no. You know what they're saying? We're going to kick Michigan's rear end. That's what we're going to do. That's what they're saying there. And why? One's winning. One isn't. It's. I think it's a lot to do with it. Uh, by the way, speaking of Gator Gymnastics, preseason number two. And I hope this is the year Jenny Rowland gets over the hump. As you might expect, Oklahoma is number one, LSU is number three, and Alabama is number eight, and Kentucky is in the top ten. They're ranked number nine. Uh, don't forget, Gator men's basketball, Both actually both men and women on the road. The men play Richmond tomorrow. The women will play uh, Tulsa on Sunday. Um. Bill says uh, on a podcast, uh, a source indicated that 
One of the offensive coaches constantly berated and cussed at players in public. Another mentioned there was something not right inside the program. It was also mentioned our top defensive lineman that entered the portal said he might return if Napier hires the right coaches. If the above is true, it seems this goes against what Napier says about the new inside culture and team unity. Have you heard anything that indicates there may be unrest between players and coaches and among the coaching staff? I don't care, Bill, if it's the mo- if it's Michigan or Alabama, you're always going to find something. There's going to be a player that isn't happy because of what happened. Look what happened uh, with the one coach that with the big picture of it with uh, Wilson, you know, tugging away, you know, from that coach, and that was a big deal was made about that. So, I'm not saying there there couldn't be problems, but. That's a lot of other places. Hour two coming up. Stay with us. WRUF Gainesville. W251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. ESPN 98.1. It's the most wonderful time of the year. The holidays. AAA says more Americans than ever will be hitting the road this holiday season. And if you're one of them, do yourself a favor and visit Dave Mays Automotive before you hit the road. Dave Mays Automotive is a full-service automotive repair facility, and not only do they fix problems, they can help prevent them, too. You've probably heard of the famous Dave Mays Automotive Bug Check. That's where they go over your entire vehicle with a fine-tooth comb and identify any potential issues before they arise. Travel in peace with the knowledge you'll arrive safe and sound. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What I'd like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is when you walk into the door, you're going to be treated like family. And when you walk out of the door, you will feel as if you've had an experience like no other in terms of dental practices. Um, you You will be treated both professionally and personally. So to the extent that um, you, won't, you won't look for another practice. Uh, this is a lifetime type of practice where the moment you enter into it, I, I firmly believe that people don't leave here. They, they become patients forever. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles I've purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40-plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency. Every year, millions of people find a health plan at healthcare.gov during open enrollment. They enjoy more doctor visits. Say ah. Pick up prescriptions. Thanks. And find the care they need. 
With the new law, four out of five customers can find a plan for $10 a month or less with financial help. Enroll by December 15th for coverage starting January 1st. Healthcare.gov is here for millions like you. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Fall is officially here, and that means football and whiskey season is in full swing. And there's no better way to enjoy the game than with Keeper's Heart Irish American Whiskey, the official whiskey of The Dan Patrick Show. Crafted by distilling legend Brian Nation, former master distiller of Jameson and Red Breast Whiskies, Keeper's Heart is a unique blend of smooth Irish whiskey and bold American whiskey for a completely new taste experience. Whether you enjoy it neat, on the rocks, or in a signature cocktail, it's the ultimate game day companion. In just two short years, Keeper's Heart has already earned over 120 awards, including World's Best Irish Whiskey for their 10-year single malt. Visit KeepersHeartWhiskey.com, use the promo code DAN2023, get a $10 discount on your purchase. Plus, surprise the whiskey lover in your life with a free custom label, a perfect holiday gift you can order directly on their website. This fall, elevate your game day with Keeper's Heart Whiskey and make it your MVP as you cheer on your team. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hour 2 of Sports Scene commences now for this Friday. I'm Steve Russell. Thank you for making us part of your day. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Another semester is winding down and the holidays upon us. I thought I had mentioned this. Uh, we'll have shows next week and then we're done until after January. So we got some time yet to stick together and see what happens here. Call us up. Talk a little sports. Go ahead and turn the music all the way down for me. Okay, 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Pat uh, says the wonderful world of college football will never be the same, probably not as much fun as we begin mega conferences. Interesting to see what the viewer ratings are this coming season versus the seasons under the old conferences. Then again, with the portal and NIL, things have already greatly changed the face of what many of us once knew as college football. I suppose you could call it the passing of an era. Um, yeah, it, it, I think so. I, I think you could probably say that because, again, you're going to have one less power conference. We're moving closer and closer to, uh, you know, mega, mega conferences. So we'll see. Jim says, I agree with the caller and his feeling that college football is not what it used to be due to NIL on the portal. However, those of us who are older remember pro football before free agency. The rosters of a lot of teams were stable for a long time. You knew all the players on each team. With free agency, your favorite player left your favorite team for more money. Sound familiar? Pro football survived because new fans come along every year who never knew anything different. Same thing will happen with college football. Those of us who don't like the direction of college football will die off and the sport will carry on. I agree. I agree with that. And I'm old enough to remember back in the day when my favorite team, right, you you didn't have, I mean, most of the time every year you knew who was on your team. And if the guy wasn't on your team, it was because of a trade or because he was cut, not because of what we have now. And guess what? 
it survived. Jason says, I know this topic's way down on the priority list, but with the NCAA announcement of moving to pay for play and the eventual divorce from the NCAA, will athletes not be interested in obtaining a degree be given an academic pass? This is to suggest that no minimum standard would now be required. If that's true, would admission standards be removed as well? Schools may still require the minimum GPA requirements and test scores. As for any student, won't that be just something that can be negotiated away before they sign on the dotted line? Jason, I, I, I'm going to say this in all candor. I don't know, but I think you're certainly moving in that direction. It may not be full-fledged, but yes, I, I think, because again, we're looking at the pay for play model. Now, do I think that academic standards will go away? No, I don't. I think there'll be something, right? Because if not, then you have a true minor league. If you, if you want to make it that way, then just say, look, the University of Florida is going to be an institution that still has students here that are in varying degrees and whatever they're going to get, right? But the athletic programs, especially those that have pro sports above it, will just be farm teams. And then you can make your money that way if you want to go see your team play. And then you, But you have to have something to win. So what is it that you win? If you don't win, is there, is there still going to be an SEC? See, that's, that's what I think is really the crux of all this, the unknown. We just don't know, and that's tough. By the way, this just came out. The athletic program um, has hired uh, a design team for the Ben Hill Griffin Stadium project. Crawford Architects will formally begin developing renovation, construction, and phasing options for the swamp. The design group is going to work with a future construction management firm with a goal of having the entire project team in place by January of next year. So that is now moving along. We'll keep you updated with that. Let's go to our Clear Sound Audiology phone lines. Love to hear from you. Jake, what's up? Hey, I got a question, Steve. It's probably in this. Everyone says there's no such thing as a stupid question. I might violate the rules on that. <laughs> but, um, the, in regards to the portal, okay, what, what are there? There's got to be some kind of rules before. Teams, get, you know, can't negotiate with another college, another school's guys until the portal is is open. Is that correct, or is that not true? Uh, well, it's, or is it done all the time under the table? Probably. Yes, exactly. The answer is yes on that. Huh? Yes. Okay. My, from what I've heard from coaches, former coaches, that answer is yes. Okay. Well, I've been. I called it two months ago, and uh, never lost track of it. That ETN was gone. And I said he's going to either Georgia, Alabama, or Clemson. I guess the rumor is is the rumor is going. He's going to Georgia. Is that correct? What you've heard? Well, any ideas? Let me throw this out. 
Why do you think he would go to Georgia? Well, because they need somebody. They need a good back that, that you know that can can run the ball, can catch the ball. Everyone knows he's probably weak blocker. He's not like Johnson. Johnson's a good blocker. He's not known for blocking, but man, that guy—he's a breakaway speed man. He when he gets if he gets a step on somebody, he's got a good chance that he's going to win the race. Well, here, and I think that's why they're after him. They're losing people. Well, they yes, don't have a bunch of good backs. But, but I'm asking the question from his standpoint, right? Oh, money, money changes everything. Uh, I don't think it's just money. Well, he thinks that he's got a chance to win a national Bingo. championship. Go. Yeah, yeah. So these kids. I mean, that's w- w- why when they leave here, Jake. Okay, if you're uh, not just here, if if you're a player yeah. that is at a school that's really good, and you transfer, yeah. right? Are are you yeah. is, is money part of it? Th- th- yes, but most of these players don't go from say, you know, um, yeah. Georgia to Appalachian State. No disrespect to Appalachian State. You get well, where I'm going, right? right? That, that, yeah, that doesn't happen. No. no. Yeah. So that's part of this. Well, yeah, I'm sure it is, but I mean, he could have gone to Alabama. It's not much different than Georgia, obviously. Well, yeah. So, I mean, L- he, he might go back to LSU. Where you want it better, pick it where you want to go. He can go yeah, to LSU. LSU would be in the mix. Yeah. yeah, going back to his home state. I mean, that's possible too. Yeah, I guess he. He never really wanted to go to Clemson because he didn't want to live in his brother's shadow. Well, but, I, you know, a lot I don't of people think were saying I rule, he's changing his mind on that. I don't think I rule Clemson hmm. out. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. All right, but uh, all right. Well, thank you. Yep, appreciate thank it. you, Jake. Yep, appreciate it. Jim says congratulations to Cornelius Ingram on his twenty-fifth straight win as the head coach of Hawthorne, back-to-back state championships. I'll repeat myself. I say, I remember the old days. And I've been a Gator fan since my dad took me to my first football game and Spurrier beat Auburn with a field goal over our heads. Looking forward to next year, enjoying the improvement that will have been made. Jim, you are in the minority. I'm not saying that's bad or wrong, but man, in this day and age, you are in the minority. Um, All right, I'm going to throw this out to Brian asked a question yesterday after Coach Wise was here. He says, do you think Coach Wise's window is closed to win a national championship, and can she be considered to be on the Gator coaching Mount Rushmore without one? Answer that for me. Answer that for me. Because you can win a national championship, but does that mean you go on a Mount Rushmore of a school? For example... I'm just going to Ed Orgeron, okay? Is he, would, would an LSU fan put him in the Mount Rushmore of coaches at LSU because he's won an A national title? I don't know, right? And I think the other thing is, if you're talking Mount Rushmore here, that's four coaches, Brian. So who do you, if Mary's in there, who do you knock out? Coach Holloway's won multiple national championships in uh, track. So, but I do think depending on the school and depending, but I mean here, could you consider Mary for that? Yes, you could because of longevity and because of sustained excellence in longevity, but without winning 
a national title, but she's won all those SEC championships, et cetera. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would certainly say you could consider her. Uh, Al, welcome. Hey, this is the other half of Al. Um, so is it true that we're losing ETN, Caleb Douglas, and the other two guys to transfer portals? And if so, why are they leaving? I don't know about what you meant, but other two guys, because there's more than that. But yes, the two you mentioned are gone. And the reason, uh, you know, <laughs> varies. Uh, money, a uh, chance to play for perhaps a team that wins more, I think it's an individual decision people make. Uh-huh. I think that if they're going to, I think if this transfer portal is going to keep up, I think these guys should have to pay back. Um, their scholarship monies. Well, their scholarships are year to year. So, uh, so when he finishes up this semester, you know he's done. See, I thought it was for all four years. No, I mean you. You in in theory it is because if you only give a scholarship to everybody year to year, that will hurt you on the recruiting trail. But in fact, that's how it is. Thank you for clearing that up. Cause... Okay. Okay, thank you. Yep, thank you. 116, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. We're in the midst of the holiday season, gift-giving, charity. And you know what? There's a terrific Charity, the Road Heaver Boys Ranch, I've been telling you about for a long time. It's in Palatka, and it houses at-risk young boys from tough home environments. It helps them get their lives back together, and they work for it as well. And the great thing is, you can directly help make that happen through your donation of an unused or unwanted vehicle of just about any kind. They'll take the vehicle off your hands. These kids fix them, repair them, resell them. This is how they learn real-life skills. Your donation, by the way, is a tax-deductible donation. So to find out more about what this charity does, you can simply Google Voice Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. Tina, I need your help. Jim is just so hard to shop for. This happens every holiday season. Shopping for Rick used to be tough until he told me about Electronics World. Electronics World? Yep, that's where I go to find everything that Rick wants. All the smart electronics to make our life simple we got at EW. Smart electronics? Yes, everything from big screens to home theater, whole home sound to custom shades, our surveillance system and more. With one app to control and monitor it all. To find out more, visit electronicsworld.net. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warranted work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. 
At the Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, there's always excitement around football, family, and the first hint of the fall season. Family owned and operated since 1975, the Wood Stove is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric stoves and fireplaces. Visit our showroom today to see our large selection of contemporary and traditional styles. Give your fireplace a facelift with our custom glass doors, screens, tool sets, and more. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, downtown Gainesville. Or visit woodstoveflorida.com. A gift made of chocolate. Who wouldn't want to receive that? Thornbrook Chocolates has delectable treats and gift baskets just in time for the holiday season. Thornbrook Chocolates, unique gifts and handmade confections in the Thornbrook Village on Northwest 43rd Street. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. had a, uh, an emailer here who asked about the transfer portal, and uh, I think I am correct in this. Uh, Joe says, you think Napier's so-called hot seat is making it difficult to acquire quality coach replacements and quality portal players. Uh, I'm sure it's a factor, and I'm sure it's being used against him in that. Uh, he says, coaching replacements need to be named soon. Once in the portal, can a player decide to stay at their current school? Uh, the answer is yes. Um, that, that, as I understand it, they can, uh, once you're in the portal, you can go to a destination or decide to stay at your current school as long as the enrollment criteria is met. John, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Happy Friday, and uh, hope you have a good weekend. Same to you. Um, run something by you here and get your thoughts and ideas on it. It comes off of something you, you, you've been saying to these people over and over again, and you just said a minute ago about why these guys are leaving You know, the NIL. Part of it's money, but part of it is because they're wanting to you know, want to go to a Georgia or an Alabama play for a championship. Mm-hmm. If, if, if that's one of the – and, and that's got a lot to do with it uh, – Let's hypothetically let's just say that, that that Coach Napier is is the guy to get it done. He's a national championship caliber coach, and and with the right players, he he can do it. Okay. If to to break the cycle that we're in, if the players we've got now are wanting to leave partly for better money, but to go to somewhere like an Alabama, uh, or Georgia, Ohio State, so they're playing for a championship. The only way we can break the cycle of losing our players is for about a two years, and you're not going to do it on just recruiting the high school level. You're going to have to say, or the school is, to commit to say, you know what, we're going to out, we're, we're going to roughly outbid or be in the top five spending so that we can break this losing cycle and get back. Because if we continue to stay subpar with the current situation with NIL, We'll never get back to being at the top or even close to the top again. Would you agree with that? Partially, John. I think the idea or the uh, – what's the word I'm looking for here? The the sentiment is there. But I'm a Mets fan. Okay? Look at all the money the Mets threw at free agents last year. A lot of money. Where'd they end up? Right? Oh, yeah, true. So – it's a two-part equation. 
you, if you want to spend the money to get the top-tier players, then hopefully the top-tier players stay healthy and perform like top-tier players. But I get your point. And look at, here's, here's the, the, the school that I think is the poster child for this is Missouri. Missouri. Look who they got. I mean, they had a homegrown kid in Burden who was from Missouri, and they kept him there, and he's been a really good player. Their quarterback has ended up being very good, even though he was booed out of the stadium by their fan base. I'm never going to let them forget that. And then they got some transfers in there. Well, guess what? Those transfers, a couple of them from Florida, by the way, ended up being pretty darn good players, and look where Missouri is. Now, we'll see if that's a one-year wonder or if they keep this up. Florida State's done that, you know, through the portal. They have a good recruiting class, so it can be done, but we'll see. Yeah, and, and piggybacking off what you just said a minute ago, I, you know, I, I don't know about you know, you know, the, the, the jury's out on whether or not we should have you know, kept you know, Coach Mullen a little longer, let him go, who knows. But <laughs> the current system that we're in now with, with NIL, if, if a coach really doesn't like hard recruiting but the school will put money behind NIL, don't you think that makes it easier for a coach because he's not having to go back and forth to high schools begging that you know well not I don't want to use the word begging but checking in on recruits as much as he's like hey I'd like you you and you and here's some money oh uh, sure like, uh, sure it does uh, so I mean yeah, yeah I mean woulda shoulda coulda two years later if he would have still been the coach this would have been the ideal setting for him as far as because he's a good coach with X's and O's but. He wouldn't have had to hit the high schools. He'd be like, hey, guys, don't give me the money. Here's some players I'd like. Let's see if we can get them. Well, um, I don't think anybody, including Missouri, is going to totally build your team through a transfer portal. I, I think you still have to have some high school kids come in. Georgia has done it that way. You know, think about what Georgia had, right? They got a couple of guys to come in that were transfers to help them. But by and large, that was homegrown talent that they recruited and coached up. So there's different ways to slice the pie. But I don't think just throwing money and, and not doing much with high schools is the way to go. I, don't, I think long term, you're not, that's not going to be successful. Yeah, and, I don't, and I've, I've heard different ones. The, the, which Missouri is the flagship. You know, the flagship college of the state of Missouri. Hasn't the state of Missouri passed some kind of law that, that lets these kids, hey, if you say it, if you're a in-state, and Missouri's got, you know, they, they do have some talent within the state, but uh, a way that it's dangling an apple for in-state kids to want to stay at Missouri because they can start collecting NIL money a lot quicker. Didn't, they, didn't there some law passed there that, that's kind of tipping the scale for them keeping their best recruits? In state without them leaving and going somewhere else. I'm not aware. Don't know. Okay. Well, I, I'd, I'd heard that they had passed it that, that the guys, if you're an in state, you can start drawing NIL money in high school if you if you sign with a in state school there in Missouri. Okay. All right. Got to run to a call, John. Thank you for yours, JD. Hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, I said I was going to call you back. Uh, I think that you you probably won't remember this because you have so many guests on. But the first of the year, yeah, I think you had Ken Palm on, and he was talking about the only two SEC teams that weren't going to make the um, 
make a bowl game was Florida and Vanderbilt. And I thought, oh, no, that's not right. That can't be right. Florida and Vanderbilt. And I guess, well, actually, there's South Carolina and Mississippi State maybe that didn't make it. But um, anyway, I, I, you were right. You had him on. He was right. I guess uh, I'll eat crow on that. Uh, Steve, you're exactly right on the Travis Etienne. Uh, uh, and I don't blame him at all. He wants to go where he thinks he can win a national championship. And, um, uh, you know, how can you blame a kid for that? Uh, I think you're fixing to say something. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I agree with you. And let's – here's one of the problems, I think, J.D., that I'm not sure that I agree with. I think there's a segment of the fan base that thinks that – 17, 18, 19-year-old kids don't have the right to be making all this money. And and I get it, right, because they're making more money than you and me. So I get it, right? But that's the way it is. And let me ask this question. If you're working for Company X and you're making, you know, whatever you're making, and the best company in the world says to you, we want to hire you and double your salary. Uh, hello? Right? You're, I mean, more than likely you're going to take that, all things equal. So yep. if a kid has gone to a school, has done everything he's been asked to do, and yet he wants to aspire to something better or more, which is a chance to win a national championship, I equate it to the same type of thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and I, I, I really don't, I really don't blame him. I mean, uh, you know, you're going to beat your head out, uh, beat your, have, have your brains beat out to try to, you know, get to seven and five with some team when you have a chance to, 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 to say, hey, thirty years from now, I have played on a national championship team. I, you know, I don't know where they're looking that far ahead, but, you know, I certainly understand it. Steve, there's still, still two games, and as, as far as a Gator fan, there's, and then there's one more thing I want to say after this. There's still two games. That Missouri game when it's fourth and seventeen, and you got a de- our defense can't stop anybody, so we're never going to get anywhere until we can have a defense that can consistently stop somebody. We give up seven hundred yards. We make KJ Jefferson look like Cam Newton. I mean, it's just pathetic. Uh, so until we get that defense fixed, and I, I don't know whether you do have confidence. I, I really don't have confidence, but maybe you do. But the last thing I want to talk about, Steve, is what do you take? What's your take on the Georgia? FSU, we may not play the Orange Bowl. Oh, that's not going to happen. Did, hadn't you seen that? Have you seen that? They, the two coaches didn't. That I guess that's not going to happen. Okay, I hope it's not going to happen. But I could see it happening. You know, they both feel like they were jaded, and uh, you know, people have been talking about talking about FSU. All oh, poor FSU. Hey. What about poor Georgia? They lost one game in a in a conference championship by three points to Alabama. I still think they're probably the first or second best team in the would have been the first or second best team in that playoff. I think they're better in Michigan. I think they're better in Texas. Uh, for Dame sure, I think they're better in FSU. And and you could you could you could argue make the point the, the argument that they're better in Alabama. So you know uh, I'm more of the of the of the ilk that. Georgia's the one. So anyway, they were saying that both of the coaches were like, and the programs felt jilted, and they, maybe they weren't going to play. So I'm, I'm more interested to see how that plays out. All right, JD, thank you for thank your call. Yep, and and see, this is what happens 
when you only have four teams. So if your aspiration was to play in the playoff and you don't get there, somehow the Orange Bowl is a letdown. Oh, man, we're only in the Orange Bowl. And that used to be, when you went to the Orange Bowl, that was a big deal. So again, that's when you only have four, that's part of the issue here. Now, with 12, that's going to make some of these other bowl games much more relevant. One thirty. time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery. Half hour left, plenty of time to hear from you. ESPN 98, 1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Anchored in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Have you ever thought about what a true fiduciary is? Mike Lester is the founder of Talon Wealth, and he believes the definition of a true fiduciary is simple. A true fiduciary would not sell you a product that they got commission on. A true fiduciary does well when you do well. Some of those products could be mutual funds, annuities, or even real estate investment trusts. Mike believes a true fiduciary shouldn't get paid before a client does. And that kind of makes sense. Mike is a true fiduciary who's passionate about those near and in retirement being aware of all of your options and making sure you receive the value you're paying for because every penny counts in retirement. Reach out for a free comprehensive financial plan to see if there are better options available you might not be aware of. 352-751-3200. 352-751-3200. By the way, this process also reveals if you've saved enough to retire comfortably. So connect and schedule now at guardingyournestegg.com. Advisory services through Talent Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor or License B056341. Well, I started using it about four or five months ago, and two or three months into it, I just kind of noticed one day I saw all of this extra hair growth around my widow's peak. That hair growth is probably about five inches all in that area that used to have absolutely no hair at all. I don't think I'll ever stop using it. Fantastic results, Marcy. Harem can absolutely regrow your hair by nourishing the scalp and repairing dormant and damaged hair follicles. Made for men and women and all hair types, Harem with 17 botanical plant actives has proven safe and effective in generating new hair growth, whether it's a receding hairline, the crown of the head, or thinning hair. For a natural solution to regrow thicker, healthier hair, go to greatlifenow.com and see how you can get a free bottle of Harem today. That's greatlifenow.com. Greatlifenow.com. Top tier tree specialists. Specializes in tree removal, tree trimming, tree pruning, stump grinding, debris hauling, and emergency tree service. We are experts in storm recovery and have the team and the proper equipment to provide you with professional results. Trust your tree service needs to the experts at top tier tree specialists. And don't wait. For disaster to strike, visit us online at toptiertreespecialist.com. Licensed and insured for your protection.
Get free martial arts training at Okido America. Sign up for a 2024 martial arts class and get the rest of 2023 free. Empower your children and build their character at Okido America Martial Arts. Don't let your kids sit around doing nothing this holiday break. Start their martial arts journey now at either of Okido's two Gainesville locations or the newest Okido in Tech City, serving Alachua, High Springs, and North Gainesville. Learn more at okidoamerica.com. That's okidoamerica.com. To kids from 1 to 92. Over what's been said many times, many ways. Stay safe on the water. Boaters old and new. Whether you're a seasoned boater or just getting your sea legs, life jackets save lives. Choose from vests or easy-to-wear inflatables. No matter what life jacket you wear, you'll be able to enjoy the holidays on the beautiful Florida waters. Happy holidays from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Visit myfwc.com for more information. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Today, a warming trend begins for our area. Increasing clouds this afternoon. High temperatures getting into the mid-70s in most spots. We'll have a slight chance for a late afternoon or an early evening passing shower. Tonight, partly the mostly cloudy skies. Mild lows tomorrow morning in the upper 50s tomorrow afternoon. Partly the mostly cloudy highs near 80 again with a chance for a few showers. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. It's a bird. It's a plane. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. Because it comes back to what I've said to you many, many times the last couple of years. This is a TV show. They don't want to blow out like they had last year with TCU. Right? You got to get style points. Texas got style points. And they beat Alabama earlier this year. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Talking the talk and walking the walk. You are listening to Florida's preeminent sports radio station. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. As far as putting uh, Coach Wise in the Mount Rushmore of Gator coaches, Sam says yes. You don't leave uh, a person that's won that many SEC championships off. It's tough luck she didn't win this year because she had the perfect mix of talent to win it all. And doesn't mean they would have, but certainly the way they were playing uh, put them in the conversation. No question. Uh, Tim, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, Mount Rushmore is only four people, right? That's the only right. challenge there. Yep. Like, that's, I mean – you got to put Mouse. You got to put Steve. You know, you, yeah. you, you probably got to put Billy, and you probably got to put Urban. As much as that hurts my soul to say, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, real quick, you know, everybody that had been preaching for the last two seasons, we need to be patient. We need to be patient. This is the downfall of that idea. You're asking a kid who has NFL aspirations to give up his entire college career to try to just make us better. And that's the problem with the two- to three-year turnaround. The kids aren't going to stay for it. It, it. it doesn't help them in their goal. So I understand we need to be patient, but the accelerator needs to be put on the floor. We need This needs to be going much faster than it is because it, it's actually – it seems to be in reverse, if anything. 
And, you know, it, it's a dead man walking situation. And I understand we're not changing coaches right now. I don't even think that we should until we change athletic directors. But there's nothing that can – you're going to have a hard time bringing in kids. You're going to have a hard time bringing in a, a, another coach. Say, hey, you want to come coach with me for maybe a year if everything doesn't go to, you know, hell in a handbasket and we get fired? That's going to be hard to pull a big name. And that's across the board. So – that's the problem with the two- or three-year rebuild is you're saying, hey, kid, I know you want to play three years of college. Why don't you spend all of it on a losing team for us? Okay, let me I'll, – I'll counter that um, with uh, Missouri. Right? Drink, what's his record? Yeah. He, he was below 500 last year. Below 500 the year before. Look, right. Look where they are now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and it, I'm not saying it's not possible, but there was, you know, you, it seemed that Missouri was improving, even if their record wasn't showing it necessarily, and they weren't having massive attrition and firing, having to fire coaches, and realizing in year two that we're showing up too late to road games when we're supposed to be the detail coach and things like that. You know, things that should have been established and learned. We're realizing, oh, you know, maybe the reason we're one and seven on the road before we went to South Carolina is because we're showing up too late. Like, come on. You know, it's not like nobody else travels in the country. It's not like none of these football coaches have been anywhere. So I just don't understand, you know, like I said, the accelerator needs to be pressed if there's any chance of this guy saving his job. And I don't know that there is. But anyway, thanks, Pete. Okay, thank you. And I think Mike Norvell is also a guy that struggled. FSU people wanted him out. I think they're pretty happy with him now. Swamp Train, hello. Hey, what's up, Steve-O? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. All right, pal. You know me and you pretty good friends now. I hate – I, I want to throw you under the bus a little bit. Okay. But it's going to be okay. But you, we venting now. I'm just a venting fan. <laughs> okay. That's all, that's all I'm doing, Steve. Now – I, I get that I get the porter and I get all that. I respect everybody trying to get their money. You know, they want to support the family. I understand. I get it. I'm out here working, man, trying to do the same. I just ain't making the millions of dollars. But hey, it is what it is. Okay. Uh but if you had to pick as you you've been a coach and, and you know what where I'm going at, I'm sure. If you Montreal Johnson, ETN, those are great running backs, both of them. But if you had to pick one, Steve, which one would you you really hold on to? Because it looks like, you know, I'm looking at the pattern like Billy keep his staff that he brought in, and then, you know, he got rid of some guys he didn't bring in. So you brought this running back in, and it seemed like as a fan looking on the outside looking in, is you really trying to protect the running back that you brought in him from your school? Or like, are you? I mean, are you really picking the best guy for the job? Which which one would you pick? I think it would depend. Uh, to be brutally honest, if you're just talking about running ability, um, explosiveness, that's ETN. But he's not a complete back because he can't pass block me. So. That's a problem if now that's why you have another running back. See, I, I would counter that argument that I just made by saying, okay, if ETN's not great in the pass game, you know, as a pass blocker, then get him out. Now, if you do that, 
Well, then that kind of tips the playoff, right? Okay, here comes so-and-so. Oh, they're going to throw the ball. So I get it. But in, in terms of just breakaway, explosiveness, ETN, certainly. Yeah, and I think, like, uh, I'm speaking for me, but I'm probably speaking for thousands of other Gator fans. Um, we probably would pick right now if you say drop your name and, and you know in the bucket. We're gonna see who have the most. I guarantee you, over eighty percent of the Gator fans would pick. Let's keep ETN over Johnson, sure. and that's where a lot of the frustration is coming from too. As a fan, like, wait, what the heck, Billy? That was our best running back. I mean, no offense to Johnson. I mean, he's a great dude, great back, but the Gator fans would probably rather do what it takes and see Billy do what it takes to at least keep the num- that, that guy right there. And I, I appreciate your time, my man. Okay, thank you. Uh, let's see here. Michelle, hello. Hey, Steve, and I will apologize if my phone breaks up and I drop off because I'm driving. I just want to comment real quick because I, I hear the fans talking and, and you just made a comment a little bit ago about um, uh, fans, I think, being loyal or something like that. And I think fans forget in this equation we're the loyal ones nobody else is loyal in this equation and so to make players have to be loyal when nobody else is loyal but us the fans because i don't care how loyal the the players are to a coach if the university decides this coach is not working it doesn't matter if the, the team the team is loyal the coach is gone if the coach gets the contract that is to the school he wants or the money he wants. Doesn't matter how much the team was loyal to him, he gives his farewell speech and he's gone. And so now that the players get to do that same thing, I think fans are kind of missing out. It doesn't matter what coach comes in, what player comes in, I'm a Gator fan. So I cheer for the Gators. We're the loyal ones in this equation. And I think some of them got to just step back a minute and kind of realize that when you look at this whole thing, we're, we're the loyal ones, and they have a right to go out and try to do whatever is best for them because everybody else does that. You know what I'm saying? So yep. the, 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 to me it's been tipped and a little more level playing field. And Of course, I would love for all of the good players to stay and all of that, but I can't begrudge them because I know if the right contract came for whatever coach – or whatever, they're going to do what's best for them. So now the players get to do what's best for them in reaching their goals. And I, I think that's the – to me, I think it's fair. It's pain, but it's fair. All right. Michelle, thank you for your call. Andy and Ed, get right to you. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery. Final segment, still time to hear from you. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road. ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF Tom McCarthy here from Westwood One. Coming up on Monday Night Football, an AFC matchup between the Titans and the Dolphins. Following a close loss to the Colts last week, Tennessee now travels south to face a hot 9-3 Miami team. Can the Titans stop one of the league's leading offenses? Or will the Dolphins roll to a fourth straight win? Join us to find out on Monday Night Football. Coverage starts Monday night at 7.30 right here on WRUF. 
Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now and make 2024 the year you are back to living a normal life again. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics can give you your life back. They're the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue, giving you pain-free movement again. QC Kinetics has tens of thousands of satisfied patients around the country. People who had knee and back pain, shoulder pain, who were able to get lasting relief with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. If you have pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds as well. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. Make your money go farther this holiday at International Diamond Center. Hey, it's Sean Kelly, voice of the Gators. This Christmas, IDC has the price relief you deserve and 0% interest financing for 48 months, four whole years. That's right. Now through December 12th, you can spread your payments over four years with zero finance charges. How about a $4,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $84 a month? You can even finance the sales tax. Also, take advantage of lower prices on thousands of exquisite pieces of jewelry. How about a $6,000 diamond eternity band or pendant and pay just $125 a month? Zero interest. Ask about special offers on luxury pre-owned Rolex watches, too. Make it a Christmas to remember with something special, something timeless, and something meaningful. Get fantastic savings and four years zero interest financing now through December 12th. International Diamond Center. Get more info now at shopidc.com on approved credit. When was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA choice steaks, ribeye, filet, New York strip, and Philly cheesesteaks, chicken sandwiches, salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around. Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it really does taste that good. We're proud to be your home for Gators basketball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
the home of the Florida Gators. Tommy says discussions have referenced that NIL portals like free agency in the NFL are not accurate as it relates to equity and fairness. The NFL has a singularly controlling body to govern all aspects of free agency. In absence of the NCAA oversight on the NIL, each university operates on a competitive basis, leaving NIL unregulated. Thinks it has to have a common governing body that regulates everything. I don't disagree with that. Uh, Andy, hello. Hey, bud. I just want to uh, comment. Uh, but the gentleman that called in two calls ago, you know, there's a lot of uh, fans that have that same mentality that wants to blame Billy for everything. You know, he brought in ETN. He brought in uh, Corey Raymond and them. But anyways, my comments uh, were going to be about the NIL, the playoff, and the transfer portal. I think all three of those things kind of coincide with each other on what they're trying to do because every year we've had the same couple of teams you know, mostly from the SEC, winning the national championships every year. So I think those three things are going to change the landscape. So that way more, te- you know, more teams with, you know, other fan bases are actually going to see their teams compete. Uh, I think we're just going to have to suffer for it, through it uh, for a couple of years before Bama and Georgia, you know, because they're usually th- uh, three or four deep with five stars sitting on the bench, and that's just not going to be a thing anymore. Yeah, we'll see. Um, certainly when you have more teams that are in the playoff, to your point, Andy, it, it makes the fan bases, more fan bases, happy because you have a chance to compete for a championship. So th- that, I think, is a good thing. But I don't know, I really don't know if the power brokerage changes. In other words, do we see Georgia, Alabama, uh, you know, schools like that take a nosedive. I, I, I don't know um, if Harbaugh stays at Michigan. He's got it running, you know, pretty good now. I do think there's other teams that have a chance to pull an upset when you get 12 teams, but those ones that are at the top right now, no, nobody stays there forever, but I don't see a lot of those schools going down too much in the near future, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, thank you, Andy, for your call. Hi, Ed. How are you? Hey, Steve. Uh, the the, the uh, engine driving this NIL train, of course, is money. And I don't know, you know, how wealthy the average Florida alum is, but I tell you, I don't know that we can compete with Texas oil money. So I think Texas, it's, what's so shocking is that A&M hasn't done more than what they did. I think they supposedly, remember, remember that rift between uh, Saban and uh, Jimbo about uh, A&M just bought the best recruiting class. Well, apparently it didn't do him a whole lot of good, did it? Well, that's that's the point, that money doesn't always buy you success, but it helps. And, and look at Texas's turnaround. You know, he it looks like they finally turned the corner, and now they go to the SEC. So will they compete? in the SEC and and win a championship. I think their roster is built for that. But certainly, Texas and Oklahoma are going to find, I believe, that playing in this league, there aren't as many cupcakes in this league as there are in the league they're in now. Oh, that's for sure. And uh, I remember, uh, was it a couple years ago, uh, FSU lost to Jacksonville State and then turned around and won 10 games. But that's in the ACC, not the SEC. Right. It's, it's a little bit harder to, 
to flip the record like that, I think, in our league. It is, and I've made this point forever. When, when you got to the point where Florida is, however it got there, okay, gone are the days when you played Ole Miss, you played South Carolina, you played Mississippi State, and you got a win. You just you penciled in a win. That's not there now, and that's one of the big differences. Yeah. Uh, let me real quick switch to basketball. I, think that, I don't know how much it slipped under the radar, but Florida has a commitment from a guy that's seven foot seven. Yeah, that was a while <laughs> ago, yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, and and I, and I finally went out, went online and looked at I mean, down at IMG, but uh, uh, it's hard not to take a fire on a guy that big, isn't it? Well, I mean, you can be big and clumsy, but I, and again, I've never seen the guy. But I do trust Todd Golden that, you know, you, you, the old saying you can't coach height. Well, okay. But I think he's a raw prospect. I don't see him, you know, going in there and playing 30 minutes, you know, when he comes here. But I think he's one of those guys that you can project with some coaching that might be okay in the end. Yeah, kind of like the guy at Purdue. Because I did go online and look at some of his films, and he actually hit a three. So, I mean, he's not nimble afoot. I don't know the – uh, that, that's Wimby, maybe the only person on the planet that that uh, is that. But he also outweighs Wimby by about fifty pounds because he already weighs three hundred. So uh, I certainly would take a flyer. And I'm hoping and looking forward to seeing what Billy, I mean uh, Todd, can do with uh, see that flashback to Billy Donovan there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what what Todd can do with somebody with a seven seven frame and doesn't have to jump to touch the rim. All right, I, I wish I could do that. Ed, Catch you later, Steve. Thank you, Ed. Appreciate it. Rick, whoops, Rick will be our final caller. Rick, hello. Rick, go ahead. Rick, you there. Okay, not there. Uh, Andrew says, what if you bought an ETN jersey? You're probably going to sell it. Isn't signing portal players a bigger deal? Because I'm not mistaken, they can transfer again. You avoid losing players as often. I'm not sure I understand the question. Uh, Steven says, oh, my God, a baseball question. I think the Yankees getting Soto will help them significantly Yankee Stadium's a left-handed hitter's ballpark. I think he could get back to his Washington numbers. How much of an effect do you guess he'll have in New York? Well, remember, playing in New York isn't for everybody. I mean, there have been a lot of guys who've not done particularly well. But I saw this in an article when he got to the Yankees about OPS+. Plus. Um, in the modern era... 1901 to present, only five hitters have gotten at least 3,000 plate appearances through their age 24 seasons and come out with an OPS plus of 157 or better. Here are the players. Ty Cobb, Mike Trout, Mickey Mantle, Jimmy Fox, and Juan Soto. He's got tremendous upside. Um, and he also has a great on-base percentage. Through age 24, Ted Williams, Jimmy Fox, and Archie Vaughn are the only ones ahead of him. So he's got numbers. Now, can he handle New York? Can he handle the pressure that comes with playing in New York? But if he has... Soto-like numbers that he's had, he will help the Yankees 
tremendously. Tremendously. Get on the mic for a second. I'm going to have my producer here. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. First of all, give your name and all that. Uh, so, can you hear me? Yep. Hi, I'm uh, Thomas Kennedy. Okay, Thomas. Um, what are you going to do for the holiday? For the holiday, I'm going to head back home, um, which is in Tallahassee, and just hang out with my family and, you know, do holiday things. We're not having any big plans. Just watch some football. Okay. Enjoy. Well, Tallahassee. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, thank you, Thomas. And again, thank you for producing today. Uh, don't forget, next week we'll have a full bank of shows, and then we are off until January 3. January 4, by the way, Scott Strickland is scheduled to be here live uh, in studio. So we hope that he'll be here uh, for that and hope you will be here for that. But, again, we will be here uh, all next week. Don't forget, this weekend, Gator Men's Basketball plays the Spiders of Richmond. The Gator Women will play Tulsa, both uh, away for uh, this month. Both the men's and women's teams are away from home a lot. Uh, not a lot of home games early on here, but uh, come the first of the year, uh, that will all change. Thanks today to the coach, Herm Edwards, for being here, talking a little NFL from ESPN. We thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll talk more sports with you Monday at noon. And by the way, two people have actually asked me that today, or this today. We are going to do uh, the basketball show with Mark Wise. It's not going to happen until January, but we do plan on doing hoop. There it is again, and look forward to that. I'm Steve Russell, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.